KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan, your host. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Gary. Good to be with you and spend some time in God's Word together. Yeah, as always, it's great to be with you as well. And we're into the New Testament, our reading this week. Uh, We read Matthew 1 through 13. Uh, What would you like to highlight in our reading? Thanks, Gary. Yeah, we are finally in the New Testament. <laughs> if, our, if our listeners are following along uh, through the Bible in two years. Uh, so I want to do a introduction to the book of Matthew in general, and then hit some of the highlights in today's reading. But uh, the book of Matthew, of course, the first book of the New Testament, it is one of four books that we call the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all focusing on Jesus' life and ministry, uh, including his passion, his death, his, his resurrection from the dead, and his ascension into heaven. Right. So all four of these books focus in on Jesus' life. Uh, all that he says and he does, right? Uh, but they have different perspectives, different perspective of Jesus' life, and they even have different audiences. So from those different perspectives and keeping in mind who that original audience is, what they write is is a little different. If you recall, many years ago, you know, St. Louis is pretty much down to one newspaper now, but we had, yep. we had two big newspapers in St. Louis, and as you read the news, you would read the same stories that were in the news, but at a different viewpoint, at a different perspective. Even though they're the same stories, it's just different writers, and you would pick up maybe some details in, in one reading of that newspaper that you wouldn't pick up in the other. Yeah, I, I think it's a great example. Yeah, for sure. So, in the newspaper, this is a... A newsworthy event, a, an event really did take place, and it is a factual thing, and yet there's two different ways of writing about it. Maybe different perspectives, maybe different people are interviewed. Uh, both accounts true in the paper, uh, but yet different perspectives. Yeah, I think similar when it comes to uh, the Gospels, uh, those accounts of Jesus' life. Jesus' life, factual. These things happen, right? But these writers have different audiences, so they write in different ways. And they also even highlight different events from Jesus' life, maybe giving uh, some more detail than others do. For instance, the book of Matthew, that's what we're in today. Uh, Matthew is writing to primarily a Jewish audience. Uh, So if he's writing to Jews and if he wants to tell them about Jesus Christ, uh, guess what he quotes more than any other gospel writer? Quotes the Old Testament. So so Matthew's going back to the Hebrew scriptures. Right. He starts out with the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah. So uh, he's talking about the son of David and the son of Abraham. That's a great example of exactly what I was talking about is... He quotes the Old Testament again and again and again to prove that this is the guy, right? Jesus is the Messiah, the one who's been promised, the one we've been looking for, the one that you and I, Gary, have been talking about on Fridays for months now in the Old Testament. Here he is. He's arrived. So I I think I'm glad you brought up the, the genealogy because I think that really does serve as a good example of that. So as you read through Jesus' genealogy, like you said, begins with Abraham. That's where Matthew starts it. And that goes all the way down to Jesus. What I find really interesting and what others have over the years too have found interesting is who it highlights. And especially when it comes to the different women that it highlights there in the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, because that is unique. Uh, so here's, here's the women that are highlighted. Uh, first of all, it's unique that women are highlighted at all in a genealogy like this. So that's special. And I think that affirms their importance in that genealogy. But people like Tamar. Uh, 
Tamar, someone who is likely a Gentile, uh, someone whose life was far from perfect, and yet she is highlighted in this genealogy. Another one is Rahab. Rahab is someone who's also not a Jew. She's a Gentile. Remember, she was in the city of Jericho when the spies came. Uh, Rahab was a prostitute even, and yet she is a part of Jesus' genealogy. She's one of his ancestors. Uh, Then we have Ruth. Uh, Ruth, again, not a Jew. She's a Moabite. Uh, And eventually she marries Boaz. And again, she's a part of that genealogy of Jesus and a close relative of King David. And then we have someone, I I think this is so interesting. The next woman is just called the wife of Uriah. Uh, Doesn't even give the name of the person. Uh, We know it's Bathsheba, but we remember that account where David commits adultery, with Bathsheba, this wife of Uriah, and as a result of that union, they have a child and one dies, but then eventually, yeah, uh, she becomes uh, the mother of Solomon uh, down in that genealogy of Jesus. And then, of course, the the last woman mentioned, most remarkable one of all, Mary herself. Uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, unique because, well, she's a virgin. (laughs) She's not married to Joseph, and yet God chooses her to be the mother of the Savior. So I think that's interesting that we have this genealogy and Jews certainly can resonate with those different individuals from the Old Testament scriptures and see that, yeah, God was at work to bring the Savior into the world. Um, What I think is kind of interesting too, though, is Matthew's writing to Jews, but yet these women that he highlights in the genealogy, many of them are Gentiles. And so I think Matthew also emphasizes that God's grace extends to all people, that this Jesus has come as a Savior for for Jews, most definitely, but for all people as well. So that's uh, an interesting theme, too. I think we see that in the next chapter, too, when uh, Matthew is unique in that he talks about the wise men, the magi, that come to visit. The magi, they're not Jews. They come from a faraway land. God draws them, right, to Jesus through that miraculous star and through his word. And he leads them to Jesus, to worship him even. And so I think that's interesting. You know, So you have kind of this uh, two-part emphasis in Matthew that, yeah, Jesus is the one who fulfills the Old Testament, has come for the Jews, no doubt about it, quoting the Old Testament all over the place. But then the other part is he's also the Savior that's come for all people. And Matthew certainly emphasizes that as well. So, I mean, that covers everyone. So no matter who our listeners are, uh, we know that Jesus has come as the Savior for you. And Matthew's gospel helps us see that uh, loud and clear, crystal clearly, uh, as we read through uh, this gospel together. Matt, would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? Yeah, I'd be happy to, Gary. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for the New Testament. We thank you for this word from you that shows us that Jesus is that fulfillment of that promised Messiah through the Old Testament scriptures. Uh, Lord, we thank you for Matthew, the gospel writer, uh, who reminds us that Jesus has come for uh, the Jews, but he's also come for all people, uh, those in Jesus' genealogy, the Magi, and, and us today, no matter who we are. Bless our reading through your word. Let us always remember that uh, in those different perspectives of the gospel writers, you always, Lord, are the one who inspire and guide them through the power of your Holy Spirit. So also lead us. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. What is our reading for next week? Matthew 14 through? 14 through 25. 14 through 25. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you, Gary.
We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio. Of course, you can search out our webpage for our podcast or anywhere you get your podcast. All you have to do is search out KFUO radio and you'll find our talk programs, including the segments like this one, uh, the five segments that I have during the week, uh, you'll find available as podcast as well. Again, just search out KFUO wherever you get your podcast.